Hey guys, welcome to the inaugural One Ball Too Many podcast. My name is Marcus. My name is Patrick. And uh, we're going to be here to uh, guide you through the upcoming football and basketball seasons. Um, so the reason we did this podcast is because we spend countless hours a week, countless hours, you know, talking about DraftKings, um, our fantasy leagues, uh, football picks. So, you know, rather than just talk amongst ourselves, we thought we'd talk amongst all of you. So um, a little bit about myself. Um, I'm more into fantasy. I've been playing fantasy sports probably since like 1999. Started in baseball. Um, and uh, just keep playing. Now I'm mostly into football and basketball. I won our football league last year and our basketball league, so I'm a dual-time champ. And uh, I enjoy playing some DraftKings as well. Yeah, no, I think we do spend hours a week talking about sports, so what better way to come together and actually talk about it and hopefully all of you get a little bit of nugget or two out of this. I myself, I think like Marcus, I'm really big into fantasy sports, but I think for me it's been picks. I remember even doing uh, picks when uh, before the web days, I think early 2000s, I did a lot of hockey news pools and things like that. <laughs> you were like mailing that in with like <laughs> pen- yeah. stamps. Uh, I was paying like 50 cents a stamp and mailing these picks in. And winning like $50, $60, like it was something. But um, the last couple of years, I've done a lot of NFL pick pools, and I've been kind of fortunate. I'm, I'm in a large pool of about 150 people. So I've actually won it once in first place overall. I finished third last year. And it was funny because Marcus and I actually, in our NFL Fantasy League, we played off in the finals last year. So he crushed me in the finals, though. Yeah, yeah. But, Tom Brady didn't come to play that day. Yeah, I I, I, I draft Tom Brady obviously every year, and uh, he never pulls out in December when I need him to. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much a little bit about us. So we just want to, you know, bring you some content. Our our plan is to bring it about once a week. Yeah, once a week, you know, um, with the football weeks generally, and then maybe when basketball starts, maybe we'll do a little bit more frequently. Um, so we got our we're in a football league together with a bunch of friends. So we got our draft coming up. So we we did a mock draft just recently. Uh, we did a 10-team mock PPR league. And what we did is we just alternated picks. Um, but we we did a little bit differently. So rather than being all of Team 1, Team 3, Team 5, etc., I would draft for Team 1 in the first round, and Patrick would draft for Team 1 in the second round. And we alternate. So we're kind of completing each other's teams, um, you know, just to make it a little bit a little bit more interesting. And Patrick, Patrick started off with... Pick one, round one, and uh, let's see who he took. Yeah, no, I had a lot of hard time with this pick because, you know, I think a lot of people are looking at Gurley or they're looking at Zeke. I think you're taking a running back with your first overall pick. I took Levan Bell. I think Bell, because he's in his last year with the Steelers, I don't see him coming back. They franchise the guy how many times? Yeah, he's going to, he wants to make that money. He wants to make that money. So I see the Steelers kind of just driving him to the ground. Like a couple years ago, DeMarco Murray was just driving him to the ground. I think he had like 320 plus carries for the uh, Cowboys. So I see the Steelers doing the same thing. So I took Bell and just took that workhorse back. So pick two was, I think, was pretty easy. I just was going to take Gurley or Bell, whoever Patrick didn't take. Um, Gurley's the opposite of Bell. He just got paid. But hopefully, uh, hopefully, he, hopefully he doesn't just get lazy. Yeah, yeah. hopefully he doesn't get lazy. Like, I'm sure you know, not having Jeff Fisher there again will will help him. Yeah. He should he should hopefully repeat at least eighty percent of what he did last year, and I'll be pretty happy with him at pick two. And that team is stacked, and you know what, Jared Goff is in his third year now, second true year. So I think yeah. Gurley's going to be used. 
So for team three, I kind of went wide receiver. I, I, I couldn't go Zeke at this point. I just, I don't know, that old line, especially now, is banged up a little bit. So I went with Antonio Brown. That guy's been a PPE monster the last several years, so I went with Antonio Brown. Yeah, he's clearly the top receiver by a mile, so. Yeah, I think it's Antonio Brown and everybody else, pretty much. Yeah. So we did this draft last week before, I think Zach Martin got injured yesterday, so. Yeah. I don't know how serious his injury is, but I took Zeke Elliott, I think. You know, it's him or David Johnson or Kamara. David Johnson coming off of that serious injury. Who knows how he's going to be? And Alvin Kamara. There's no, I, don't, I mean, he had six yards per carry last year. There's no way. Um, I don't think he's going to repeat that. So Zeke. And coming off a down year, too. Like, Zeke, I think, should rebound and have a better yeah. year than last year. He missed. Was it his six-game suspension was last year? Yeah, I think yeah. it was last year. End of the year? Yeah, something like that. So. Oh, it kept, I don't remember anymore. Yeah, so I think I... For Team 5, with Team 5's first pick in the first round, I took David Johnson. I think all signs point that he's going to play in Week 1, coming off his ACL. But I think he got injured towards the end of the year. But he's had, what, 10 months at this point to recover? He's no AP a couple years ago, but I think he's going to go guns and blazing. So I think David Johnson makes sense, especially when they have... Who's their quarterback? Sam Bradford? Sam Bradford, yeah. He's not going to make it out of week two, so... Yeah, Johnson's going to be relied on. He's going to rely on heavily, yeah. He wants to get paid too, doesn't he? I think he's in a contract dispute coming I up. think he's in a contract year too. Yeah. He's, he's been in the league for a couple of years for sure. So he's going to want it. So um, I think Patrick and I both agree you need a stud running back if you can get one. Um, so the rest left were like Kamara, Hunt, Barkley. Um, so take your pick, but I went with Kamara this time for Team 6. And I think, uh, I don't think he'll be as good as last year. Last year was just insane, but one, um, you know, 50%, not 50, 70% of what he did last year, and he, I yeah. should be happy with And Mark Ingram is missing the first four games. Oh, yeah, that's games. right. Mark Ingram was out four games, and who knows, like, Kamara might establish himself further. Yeah. Get Ingram even less touches. Especially in the PPR league. I mean, that's, that's actually a pretty good pick. I was going to take Kamara next if he didn't take him. Yeah. Because in the PPR league, that's kind of why I took Kareem Hunt. So with so Team 7 first round, I'm going to take Kareem Hunt, just keeping up the theme of stud running backs. I think if you if you can in your league is my best advice. And, you know, some years I follow it, some years I don't. I take Brady way too early. But I think if you can, you got to take a stud running back. If they're on the board, take the best running back always. So Kareem Hunt is what I would take for Team 7 here. Yeah, um, especially in PPR leagues, you want to get one of these backs who can actually catch and they don't have stone hands. Yeah, catch up in the backfield for sure. Um, so team eight, uh, I went with DeAndre Hopkins with all, I think, a lot of the top running backs are off the board. There's maybe one or two that are pretty good left. But, um, you know, with the, what's his name? Who's the quarterback? Oh, no, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun yeah. Watson back. Um, he was balling with Hopkins last year. Hopkins was just a monster in all yeah. those games that Watson played. So with Watson healthy again. I think Hopkins is... Yeah, they were on a tear last year. Yeah, he was just insane. Especially in DraftKings. You remember, like, all those... He had so he, many... He had that crazy five-touchdown game versus the Seahawks. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, he had a crazy game. Like, the Julio game, but he had it, like, every yeah. week. Julio has, you know, those... Those one or two games a year that Julio yeah. shows but up. Yeah. Hopkins had it, like, three times in five years or five games. No, no, so, I remember that Seahawks game with the, the Texans and the Seahawks. I think uh, Watson had five touchdowns. Yeah, and I think Fuller and Hopkins took out a few. And yeah, I think Hopkins that, that and Fuller. Was a monster game. They're balling. So I went with Hopkins. I think yeah. um, after Brown, I think Hopkins is pretty solid as a number two receiver. So keeping with my theme of like getting running backs for these teams, it's you know team nine coming up to the end of the first round. I think Saquon Barkley. Again, I don't think they're going to drive him to the ground, but I think Elon Manning's in his last you know tail end of his career, and it's the second overall pick. 
and for the Giants GM, what's his name? I can't think of his name, but for the Giants GM, you draft the running back second overall, you're going to play him hard. Yes. Especially when you passed up on Sam Darnold and all these quarterbacks, you're going to play. So I guess got to go with Saquon Barkley. And he can catch up in the backfield, which is always obviously a bonus in PPR leagues. So Team 10, um, Team 10 picks twice in a row because we're doing snake draft. Um, so I took the first pick for Team 10, and then Patrick will take the second one because that's how we're doing this draft. Um, so I went with uh, Barkley's teammate on the Giants and ODB, OBJ, ODB, whatever he goes by now. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, he was a baller. I think last year was just an outlier. I don't think he – I think he'll – He'll rebound this he year. He was banged up a little bit too last yeah, year. Yeah, he was banged up a bit last year. And I think, you know, having Barkley there to relieve a lot of the pressure, I think they rebuilt that O-line. They grabbed your guy from the Patriots. Yeah, and they sold their left tackle. Yeah, 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 so I think, they, you know, they rebuilt that offensive line. He should have more time to run. Um, you know, I think Beckham is a good good pick as your first rounder. And, they, and their new coach sits the guy from the Vikings right now. Oh, yeah, Shermer. And he's like an old... Uh, he's an offensive coach. genius or something. Who, who was their coach that just left? Is that like the guy with the, the mustache, the weird-looking guy? Oh, like he just drew, he McAdoo. Just, yeah, McAdoo. He just terrible. <laughs> Drove that offense to the ground. Uh, so sticking with the theme of Team 10 and snake drafts. I don't know how many times Marcus had to explain a snake draft to me. I kept going to Team 1. So this <laughs> so Team 10, snake draft. I'm, I'm becoming predictable. So I've been going into our actual real draft in a week. I'm becoming too predictable with these running backs. But again, I'm sticking to running back again. And I'm going to go Leonard Fournette. I think the Jags O-line, they're a run-first team. Blake Bortles is not going to have a good year again. I mean, he's had one good year out of nine years, so I think this is it. you got to go Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, Team 9, so to recap, their first pick was Barkley. Um, I love, love, love to build around two, like, stud running backs. And with Dalvin Cook on the board, he was he was balling pretty hard last year before his injury. I think he was leading the league or near the top of it in in rushes. So he was he was being utilized a lot. Shermer's not there anymore, but I think they'll still continue to use Dalvin Cook, so I'm going to take Dalvin Cook. Yeah, they still have a formidable O-line and all that. Yeah, their O-line's pretty beefy, so Barkley and Cook together, I think, is a is a pretty great foundation That's to build on. That is a good question. That's what I was going to take, but i got to go with my guy, Melvin Gordon. I think that guy... You love that guy. <laughs> I love that guy. He won me so many, like, DraftKings, not actual tournaments, but he won me a few bucks here Like, min, min cashings. <laughs> min, min, well, six bucks for me is an accomplishment. <laughs> I'm like, I think Marcus actually has come... One, you've won how many times in DraftKings now? Football, I'm I'm there Football, with you with the happy with the min cash, but basketball, uh, you know, I've had a few big wins. That's your big thing, yeah. But uh, yeah, football, I've, I've Melvin Gordon's my guy. I love Melvin Gordon. I think Austin Eckler is there, but he's oh, he's kind of like that RB three kind of you know third downs. We'll see Eckler, but Gordon's going to be carrying the rock. So so teammate, my first pick was Hopkins for teammate. So now I'm going to go with Melvin Gordon. So this is what this is our twelfth like, pick in the draft. So you're kind of second round. Yeah, I think Melvin Gordon's a good time for him. So, uh, team seven second pick. Um, they've got Kareem Hunt right now. So we're gonna pair him up with Michael Thomas. I think Michael Thomas is a beast, and Drew Brees. I think uh, I think Brees loves him. So he's always targeting him, and uh, yeah, I think Michael Thomas. He he was great last year, and I think he's even gonna make a bigger step this year so uh, I'm pretty happy taking Michael Thomas and pairing him with Kareem Hunt yeah there's still some stud running backs left on the board but you know it, it may seem late that this next pick but I think with this next pick we were kind of going back and forth I mean I was going back and forth in my mind uh, whether, whether to take Julio or not so I couldn't pass up Julio Jones I know it's a little bit late for Julio but I think Marcus touched on it earlier Julio has those 
one or two games a year. Like I think for two straight seasons, he's had like a 300-yard game. So I find that Julio last year had maybe less than five touchdowns, one 300-yard game. So don't get me wrong, Julio's a baller. The guy's top five receiver. But I feel like for what he is, I think he's a good spot taking him at this point. So I took Julio, and Team 6 also has Kamara as well. So I think that's a good pairing. Instead of running back, instead of wide receiver. And hopefully with uh, Steve Sarkeesian's second year in the offense, then Julio's going to ball a little bit more. Yeah, I think Julio is more like a... He's a better real receiver than a fantasy receiver. Yeah, totally. But I, but I mean, he's still a, he's a great pick at that, you know, whatever, yeah, a, 15th overall, whatever we're at. He's a freak of nature, right? Yeah, and you know, just the attention he draws, but that doesn't help you in fantasy. Um, so Team 5, again, going with my two running backs. Philosophy, we have David Johnson already, so I'm going to pair him with McKinnon. Uh, McKinnon going to San Francisco with Garoppolo, I think is a great, great uh, fit, great partnership. McKinnon was is a great PPR back. I think he catches a lot of balls. And uh, I think pairing him with Garoppolo in that San Francisco offense, which I think is going to be pretty good. Um, I think that that works out well. So Johnson and McKinnon together is another good running back foundation. Yeah, and I think with Team 4, I couldn't pass up Devontae Freeman. I think the team already has Zeke, so going by that whole philosophy of just building around running backs, I gotta go Devontae Freeman. I think he's gonna he's the lead back. It took me a while to get to get on Devontae. I, I didn't really believe in him the first year or the second year, but you know I gotta go with Devontae at this point. So uh, team three, they have Antonio Brown. Not too many. I think like Devontae Freeman is like the last of that like tier two running back. Um, so you know even though. We don't have a running back already. I didn't want to reach and you know get a, a receiver that sorry running back that's not as good. So we took AJ Green, paired him with Antonio Brown, and uh, hopefully they are both PPR monsters and they can keep me in the game without without really having a true stud running back. Yeah, you know at, at this point the second round is wrapping up, so there's still some good guys on the board. So I think the one thing you'll find as we go that you're gonna not take a quarterback yet obviously I wouldn't even be looking at a tight end as you can see pretty much at this point you know you start to look at pure wide receivers running backs and the one guy that I looked at a lot was Devontae Adams I think team two has Gurley pairing him with Devontae Adams is phenomenal because Devontae is the number one wide receiver especially now Jordy out of town and Randall Cobb I don't know how much he has left I think you gotta go Devontae at this point yeah him and Rogers have that connection I think it's a good pick especially without Jordy yeah, Rogers is going to ball this year too, for sure. So team one, um, they're picking at the turn now, so they already took Bell. Um, you know, there's a few wide receivers left, a um, few running backs left, or you know what you may want to do at this point is go like top tier tight end. Yeah, totally. Which is only you know there's two basically there's Kelsey and there's Gronkowski, so it's whatever you. Gronkowski has the higher ceiling. I think Kelsey has the safer floor. Um, so I went with Kelsey just because I'm a little bit. Risk adverse sometimes, like, I love Gronk when he plays, but, you know, when will he play? And, you know, towards the end of the season, maybe the Patriots rest him so he can be healthier for the playoffs. So you want your studs to play during the fantasy playoffs, and um, I'm not too confident that Bill might not rest to Rob. So I went with Kelsey as as my next pick, and then Patrick uh, took the next pick for, round for Team 1. Yeah, so the Team 1 of the turn. Again, I, I really want to take Gronk at this point. I always, every year I take either Adam and Gronk or Brady way too early. So I really tried uh, forcing myself this year because I think our league, we're getting a trophy this year. 
the stakes have definitely elevated this year, so I'm forcing myself to actually think like not like a Patriots fan. So I, I'm taking uh, Christian McCaffrey. I think Team One has Levian Bell, has Kelsey. I think McCaffrey, he's gonna show up this year. He's got it right. He's a seventh overall pick last year. I think he's got used to the offense, got used to uh, Riverboat Ron. So I think him and Cam are gonna do well this year. So Christian McCaffrey is what I'm gonna take here. Yeah, he got better as the season went on. Like I think he was getting four rushes a game, and then he ended at like nine. Plus, he catches a ton. So watch now, you're gonna steal Gronk from me. Yeah, but that's what I did. <laughs> that's what, of course. Because Gronk is a Gronk is Gronk. So I think it's it's worth the risk at pick twenty two. Um, yeah, two top tight ends off the board now. So yeah, uh, uh, I don't know who else is left as a tight end. Like maybe Ertz. Ertz, yeah, Ertz and like Ingram and. Yeah, there's not too many left out oh, there. Greg Olson. Okay, oh, yeah, Greg Olson, of course, too, yeah. So so team three, uh, the, the third round pick, Jordan Howard. I think Marcus had him on his team last year. I think you spent up a lot of money on an auction draft for that guy. Yeah, we did an auction last year, and like I sat I sat on my hand for the first like 20 picks, so I had a ton of money left and like no one to spend it on. So I overpaid a lot on Jordan Howard. He was garbage for like 12, se- 12 weeks, but... You know, that guy came to play in the fantasy playoffs, and he, he really helped me yeah, secure he, that title. He took me down to the lot in the... Because he had a really good game, week 16 or whatever it was, right? Yeah, he had like he had like 40 yards, but he had like two touchdowns, so... Yeah, exactly. That helped a ton. He, he's the one that put me out. So it kills me, but i got to take Jordan Howard here. So round three, team three, you got to take Jordan Howard. And uh, that team now is Antonio Brown, A.J. Green, and Howard. Some good studs in that team. There's still a lot of good guys left on the board, too. Yeah, so Team 4 has Elliott and Freeman. Um, so they got that running back foundation. So either go wide receiver, go tight end. Top two tight ends are gone. You don't want to reach for one at this point. So I went with what I thought was the best wide receiver. Keenan Allen, you know, if he's healthy, he's a top five receiver in this league, fantasy-wise. But that's the big if. But, you know, when you're picking at 25 or 24, what we're at, it's a risk worth taking. Because if Keenan Allen is healthy... You know he's he's a monster and he can really help your your fantasy team. So now with uh, team five, you know the team already has Jarek McKinnon. Who where's he now? He's on the 49ers now, right? Yeah. And then they already have David Johnson. So I, I took Thielen. I was I was kind of torn between Diggs and Thielen because I wanted one of those guys here. But uh, no, I definitely took Thielen at this point. He's going to ball a lot with with Cousins especially, and that's going to be a big offense first uh, wide receiver quarterback combo. So I think right now we're going to see a lot of like tier three receivers go, um, a lot of runs on receivers. So I'll continue. Um, and I took T.Y. Hilton. I think hopefully with Andrew Luck back, they can uh, he can just do better than last year. I mean, he wasn't too bad last year with like, who was the right name? Brissett and... Uh, Brissett. Yeah, so he did pretty well yeah, with Brissett. So with, with Andrew Luck back, hopefully he'll he'll continue to do better. And I think hopefully he's a steal at yeah. round three. Luck and Hilton had a good connection a couple years ago, right? Yeah, they were good. So Team 7, third round, uh, this is where I, I went right back to the Vikings well, and I took Diggs. I think Diggs and Cousins are going to do super well. I think Cousins is, that guy is constantly 4,000 yards every year, so why not with Diggs and Thielen, right? So mm-hmm. so Team 7 is going to round up nicely with Hunt, Thomas, and Diggs now. So Team 8 has Hopkins and Gordon, Melvin Gordon, so to uh, going to pair them up with another re- running back. And I took Joe Mixon because uh, I think he was he he ended the year well last year. He's, he's the RB one, right? Yeah, he's the RB one. He's in his second year now, I think. 
Yeah, I think this is a rookie last year. So I think, and uh, Gio Bernard, he's on the Patriots, I think. No, Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill, sorry. I don't know what you did. Bernard's out of the league. Gio Bernard even in the league anymore. <laughs> so yeah, with, without Jeremy Hill there, I think, who I took in the first round a few years ago, Jeremy Hill, and that was a bust. Um, I think Joe Mixon should be pretty good. Yeah, I think Hill and Burkhead. Belichick is stocking up those Bengals running backs. Uh, so the next pick, I was kind of toying between now. Like, we're getting to that point where all the starter wide receivers are slowly leaving us, but there's still a few left. And now I know uh, Jameis Winston's suspended for three games, but I still went with Mike Evans. I think I think when you're thinking ahead and later the season in the playoffs, I think Mike Evans is still a top wide receiver. So I rounded up the team with Barkley and Cook, and the team needed a wide receiver. So I think Evans is the best one left. Yeah, I think so. Um, so Team 10 has Od- Odell Beckham already, has Leonard Fournette. Um, and then you got to take Larry Fitzgerald. You know, he's he's dwelling anywhere in Arizona. He loves just playing in Arizona. And the guy just catches balls from anyone who's at quarterback. It doesn't matter. Patrick could be a quarterback, and I bet Fitzgerald would still catch 80 balls. Yeah, that guy's a beast. Yeah, so, you know. Uh, yeah, Drew Stanton's thrown to him before. Yeah, Drew Stanton's thrown to him. <laughs> so, Drew and he's part of Yeah, he made Drew Stanton look good. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I think Fitzgerald's a good receiver to pair with Beckham and Fournette. And, uh, yeah, he's your, he's my wide receiver, too, there. So. Uh, I feel confident with that. And Fitz was on my championship team last year. So then, now on the turn of the Team 10 as well. So they have uh, Beckham, Fournette, and Fitzgerald, obviously. So it kills me, but I, got, I think this team needs a tight end. There's not. There's still a good few wide receivers left, but they need a tight end. And Zach Ertz, I think, is the third best tight end for fantasy out there. Kills me to take an Eagles player, but I think Zach Ertz is going to do really well with Carson Wentz back. Yeah, I think he's clearly number three, like, Top two, and then big gap, Ertz, and then big gap, and yeah. then you got like Olsen and uh, Ingram and stuff like that. Especially since what Trey Burton left town, right? He's in Chicago. Yeah. So I think, yeah, Ertz is clearly the number three wide receiver, uh, tight end, and I don't think it's yeah. not even close. Um, so with my pick, we've got Barkley, we got Cook, we took Evans' last pick, um, Allen Robinson. Chicago paid a lot of money for him. And I think uh, he's just going to catch a lot of balls with them. So I think. I'm really liking Team 9 right now with Barkley, Cook, Evans, and now Allen Robinson. Yeah, it's a good balanced team. Yeah. Running back. And, uh, so Team 8 now, they have Hopkins, Gordon, and Mixon. So two good running backs. I think it's like Team 9. I think they need a wide receiver to balance that out a little bit. And uh, I'm liking Doug Baldwin a lot. I think Doug Baldwin has just been consistent. I think you can count on maybe 1,000 yards for him, 6-7 touchdowns. So as a fourth-round pick, you can't go wrong with Doug Baldwin here. Team 7 <clears throat> has Kareem Hunt, Michael Thomas, Stephon Diggs. Um, and, you know, LaShawn McCoy is just sitting there, just, you know, he's just sitting there with his legal problems. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. But I think it's a risk worth taking it. Because if he was, if he didn't have all these question marks, he'd have been gone like 20 picks earlier. So, you oh, know, sure. when, he, yeah, when, he's, when he's right and when he's not in this legal whatever he's in, um, he's a top 20 pick, top 12 maybe. So, Quite easily, yeah. yeah. So it's worth the risk, I think, at this point to, to take him and then just hope for the best and hope that he didn't do those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in a mess right now. But no, like, who are the quarterbacks in Buffalo? Josh Allen, Nathan Peterman, A.J. McCarron. Yeah, so. Like those three guys. Like LeSean McCoy may have even play quarterback at this point. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a mess. Uh, so again, we're, we're now fourth round still, obviously. So Team 6, they have Camara, Julio, and T.Y., so I had to grab Demarius Thomas here. Uh, Demarius Thomas is still going to be, I think Case Keenum is in town now. I think the Denver offense is going to be decent, and Demarius Thomas you can't go wrong with. So 
you know, we're slowly trickling down to the final few wide receivers left, so I had to grab Demarius here for Team 6. Okay, so team, <laughs> this is a tough pick. This is a tough pick because Patrick and I in DraftKings we just we don't we don't take Tyreek Hill. We don't agree with what he did. No, um, but you know we got to do this as like a fantasy, yeah, as a mock draft. So you know Tyreek Hill, I think it's a good value to get him here to team up with David Johnson, McKinnon, and Thielen. Um, you know he could not do as well either with um, Alex Smith gone and Patrick Mahomes starting. Yeah. So you know it. He maybe he didn't fall. Maybe he. Maybe this is the appropriate time to take him. But I think, you know, he's got a lot of skill, clearly. He's a freakish athlete, and, um, um, yeah, we took him here. That's the thing with him. Is like he's, he's a stud wide receiver, but I don't think, you know, when you're comparing him to the guys like Thielen, T.Y., and Diggs, I think those guys are far ahead of him. Like, he's a big play guy, but yeah. if he doesn't get those big plays, then... It's like all or nothing. It's all or nothing with him, right? And then not to mention most, like, what he did with his girlfriend in college and all that stuff, but not a fan of that guy. Anyway, so... Team four, round four, and they're rounding up pretty nicely. They got Zeke, Devontae, Keenan Allen, uh, another wide receiver that I think is going to do very well this year. I think there was a down year for Amari Cooper last year, but I think Amari's going to step up this year. You know, Gruden is an offense-minded coach. I don't know how Gruden does after 12-year absence, but I think Amari's the guy you got to go here. Um, so the next pick, got Antonio Brown, AJ Green. Got those two stud receivers. Then we took Jordan Howard. So I think you got to get another running back here just to counteract, you know, having to rely on Jordan Howard. Yeah, so, that's true. So Kenyon Drake, I think. Although he might just show up the last week. He's had a, yeah, he's had a, Kenyon Drake's had a ton of, he had a, a lot of good games at the end of the year last year, I think, right? Yeah. He, he just kind of. And he's their RB1 for sure. He's their RB1. And I think, um, I think he's good value here at, yeah, I think he's at good. the end of the round three. Yeah, so continuing on, I think we're, I was looking at the team two, so drafting for the fourth round team two, you got Gurley, Devontae Adams, they have Gronk, I think I took, uh, I, t- I took a look at maybe getting a wide receiver, but Rashad Penny is who I went with in the end, so Rashad Penny, the rookie running back for the Seattle Seahawks, Seattle's always been a run first team with Pete Carroll, and I think even with that O-line short up a little bit. I know he's banged up now. He broke his thumb or something, but he should be ready for week one and week two. And they're going to feed the running back. So took a shot, Penny. Yeah, they took him really high, and I think they were they were made fun of for taking him so high. So for sure, they're going to utilize him. They're going to have to use him, yeah. Yeah, they they have to. Uh, so team one ending out round four. They've got Le'Veon Bell, Travis Kelsey, Christian McCaffrey, and then you know I took Jarvis Landry. I think he's going to be a PPR monster. I think he's he's right after Antonio Brown, I think, the last few years in catches. Um, and he's going to Cleveland. I think they paid him a lot of money. They're going to use him. And Tyrod Taylor is probably going to throw him to him a lot. So I'm pretty happy with Jarvis yeah. Landry. Plus, you got Josh Gordon on the other side drawing a lot of attention. <laughs> yeah, true. In Off and on the field. Plays. So I think Jarvis Landry is a pretty good pick. I think he's going to he's gonna ball out. Probably more off the field than Josh Gordon if he plays. And uh, I mean that's if Tyrod even plays quarterback. Do we think do we know he's going to play quarterback or could it be Baker? Who knows? That's true. But anyway, either way, I think both those guys. Uh, again, kills me. But now we're round five and team one. They already have two running backs. They got Landry. They got Kelsey. I think they need a wide receiver. So kills me again to take another Eagles player. So I took Alshon Jeffrey. Um, not much to say about Elson. I mean, I think he's a stud receiver. He's a wide receiver one on probably the best team in football. How can you not take Elshon? Whether it's Foles playing or Wentz, Elshon, I think he's going to have a great year again. Yeah. 
the opposite of Alshon kind of is Brandon Cooks. You know, yeah. this guy's played with Tom Brady. This guy's played with Drew Brees. Can't find success anywhere. He isn't, and he hasn't done much. Like, you know, he's played with two of the best quarterbacks of all time. Um, let's see what he does with Jared Goff. He got paid a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, I'm not, I'm not relying on him too much because we still got Gurley, we got Adams, we got Gronk. But I think Brandon Cooks, you know, at round five is... is it's, it's a good... It's a good... I think it's it's appropriate for where he should be drafted. They way over, like, I think the Rams overpaid him to be honest. They did. They traded a lot for him too, but they traded a lot and paid paid him without him delivering yet. Seeing anything, yeah. he's gonna be like their Sammy Watkins pretty much. Yeah. So team three, now we're in round five. So at this point, I think we're just gonna start slowly whipping through these picks because I think all the studs are slowly leaving. But team three, you know, to recap, it's loaded with Brown, AJ Green. Marcus's boy, Jordan Howard, Kenyon Drake. So going with the theme of running back, like loading up running backs, Royce Freeman from the Bucks. So I think the Bucks drafted this rookie, and with Winston gone for three games and the Bucks getting just kind of trying to figure out their offense, they'll lean heavily on a rookie running back. So that's why I kind of went with that theme and took Royce Freeman. Um, so next pick was Golden Tate. I really, really, really don't like taking Detroit wide receivers because Matt Stafford just, he spreads it around too much for my liking, but I think Golden Tate is a good, good, uh, he's a good receiver and he should still catch his fair share of balls. It's just hard to rely on him week to week when he's going to have those great games or those good games. But, um, you know, pair him up with Zeke, Keenan Allen, Devontae, and Amari, I think it's a... Yeah, it's a solid team. Uh, So this next team, so so round five, uh, this is for the fifth team. I took this guy last year as a rookie, Corey Davis. I think the Titans drafted him last year, top 10. So I took Corey Davis last year. He did absolutely nothing for me in fantasy. Despite me finishing second overall, he did nothing for me. But I think Corey Davis, maybe with Mike Vrabel, a different system, Mariota healthier this year, maybe Corey Davis uh, plays up to expectations this year. Okay, team six. Um, we still only have one, wide, one running back at the moment. Um, but a lot of good wide receivers. So I think we have to get another back. Um, so I took Alex Collins. I'm a big Ravens fan, and I think we're gonna we're gonna run the ball a lot this year. So I think you know what the Ravens do is they play good defense and they run the ball down your throat. And Alex Collins was pretty. Uh, he was he was a good surprise last year. So I think um, I think they they have a lot of confidence in Alex Collins, and I do as well. So I was pretty happy to get him here. So Team Seven's rounding up to good to good form. They got Kareem Hunt, Thomas Diggs. You know, even if LaShawn Moncoy plays or not, they got some good uh, good support there. So I took another wide receiver, and I went to the Rams. I think Sean McVay's fast go-go offense with uh, Goff. Robert Woods is kind of who I went with. I think he's slow, you're slowly getting down to that wide receiver two, wide receiver three, but I think Woods, it could be their wide receiver one on that team. So I went with uh, Robert Woods for the fifth round for Team 7. So like Patrick did earlier, taking the... Uh... Vikings teammates, right receivers. I took the Lions teammate receiver, so I took Golden Tate the last couple picks ago, and now this time I'm going to take Marvin Jones Jr. I think they're both, you know, to Matt Stafford, they're both. He likes them both equally, um, so I think both will do well this year. And I don't think I don't think there's a big difference between the two of them. So I took took Marvin Jones to team him up with Hopkins, Gordon, Mixon, and Baldwin. So this still obviously on the, the fifth round. I, I took. You know, I love this guy's name. I think probably I took him first name. So Juju Smith-Schuster. The team is loaded with uh, Barkley, Cook, 
And now they have Evans, Robinson, and Schuster. I actually like Team 9 a lot. I think yeah, Team 9 looks really good. I think it'd be very promising. It's really boom or bust, depending on what these guys do. But obviously, with anything in fantasy, boom or bust. But I'm a big fan of Juju. I think uh, it's a go-go, fast-paced offense. And he's been really doing well in the preseason. So I think having the Steelers' number two wide receiver is going to be solid. So for Team 10, um, I think Patrick, when he said Royce Freeman, I think he said they were he was a buck. Yeah. Um, but I think he meant Bronco. Um, but... Same thing, what you said for Royce Freeman can apply to Ronald Jones, which I just, who I just took at this pick. Both Coast guys are running rookie running backs. I think the Broncos with Freeman and the Buccaneers with Jones, I think they're going to run them into the ground, um, especially because their quarterback situation is not super ideal. Um, so I, I took Ronald Jones here um, at the end of round five. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. I can't play a mix of the running backs. Broncos, I can't keep track. They've had so many guys go through that system. Yeah, like so many. Monty Ball and Chris Anderson. Monty so, Ball. That's another guy who drafted in the first round. <laughs> Monty Ball. <laughs> I think the Patriots took a flyer on him, but I think they <laughs> they cut him before. Well, they still had a 90-man roster in the preseason, so not really promising. But anyways, so now we're, what are we, uh, team? So we're round six, right? Yes. Yeah, we're round six. So we're doing eight rounds. We're coming up to that kind of tail end of it all. Uh, this guy's not going to play for the first four games, but I like the fact that he's on the board. I think come October, November, December, he could be a stud. Mark Ingram. So I think the only reason he fell this this uh, this low is because obviously he's suspended, but I took Mark Ingram. And for a team that has OBJ or ODB, whatever his name is now, Fournette, Fitz, Ertz, and now Ronald Jones, as Mark has just said, I think Ingram's going to fit nicely with this team. And they can stash him away on your on your uh, bench even for a couple weeks. Yeah, exactly. You can, can get away with it for a bit. Um, so Patrick said, like like Patrick said, it's an eight-round draft that we're doing. So our, I don't think we talked about the positions earlier. So it's just one quarterback, three receivers, two running backs, one tight end, and one flex. So, you know, right now probably we're doing the flex. So, you know, it depends if we're going right receiver or we're going running back on our flex. Some people might go tight end, but I don't know why you would. Um so team nine, which is the team that I think we really like, we filled all our starting offensive positions. So now we're just looking at the flex, or we could take a tight end. But I think um, Jai just sitting there, like Patrick said, Eagles probably have the top offense in the league, and he's their running back one. Um, I think it's a good, good, good spot to take him as your flex. And I like to have running back depth as well. Yeah, no, and, and uh, so continuing this round six, team eight. I think like Mark has just said, it's now time to kind of start looking at maybe tight ends. It's taking a lot of self-control for me not to draft Brady at this point because he's just sitting there. But uh, I think still have a lot of good stud, you know, tight ends, wide receivers, running backs, and PPR leagues. So I love, I love the Giants offense, especially with Pat Shermer. So I took Evan Ingram for teammate. And as a tight end to round out with Hopkins, Gordon, Mixon, Baldwin, now Jones Jr. I think Evan Ingram is going to be a stud this year. So team seven, um, also filling the flex position right now. So I went with Marquise Goodwin. I think Pierre Garçon's time as that wide receiver one is done. I think Garoppolo and Goodwin are just, they're connected. And I think uh, Goodwin with one full year under that uh, 49ers offense with the full offseason to practice and work on his rapport, I think uh, Goodwin's going to be a good pick. So I'm pretty happy getting him there to team him with uh, the rest of that team. Uh, I'm keeping with the theme of uh, tight ends here, so I uh, I had to grab Greg Olson. The guy's still what is tenth year in the league, and the guy's probably top three or four tight end, and he's he's, he's reliable. He's as much as I love my boy Gronk, Greg Olson's reliable. So I'm going to take team six uh, for four team six. I'm taking Greg Olson here. 
to get get a tight end on that team. So team five also we're filling in their flex. Um, you know, I like to get running back depth, and this is guy I think was the best running back available. I'm not a big fan of him personally, but uh, with Isaiah Crowell gone from Cleveland, I think Duke Johnson should get a lot more touches. He didn't get like they they were in a timeshare last year, and the the shares that the carries that Duke Johnson did get, he he did well with them. So hopefully, with a little bit more carries, um, he can have a good season this year. Where, where did Crowell go? I don't know Crowell. Went to the Jets. <laughs> I was looking at our mock like we didn't even take him so we didn't even take him in our mock because he's, he's such an afterthought yeah maybe that, he's a... that guy burned me so much in DraftKings last year too. oh yeah I know. he was like he's minimum price for, for a reason speaking of burning in DraftKings this guy's oh, yeah. the epitome of burning people the in worst. DraftKings this guy's the worst but I think we're down to like maybe the last stud running back left and uh, it's, it's the Titans running back it's not my boy Dion Lewis I don't trust Lewis uh, his injury history it's the other guy Derrick Henry I don't know what to say with Derrick Henry. You might get three games out of him. You might get a one 100-yard game. Or I don't know. I don't know what to say with Derrick Henry. But yeah, who knows? Who knows with him, but you got to take a running back like Derrick Henry towards the boomer bust at that point. Just like Patrick said, you know, all these running backs are basically, you know, we're at the bottom of the barrel right now. Much the same at this point, right? Yeah, so, you know, take a bottom of the barrel running back. Actually, this team already has their flex position filled, so it's tight end where it's Oh, no, they don't have the flex, sorry. But it's uh, either you take a bottom-of-the-barrel running back or you take a tight end. That's kind of mid-tier. Or we can start thinking about quarterbacks at this point. So that's what I did here. I, I went with who? I, sorry, Patrick, who I think is the best fantasy quarterback. Tom um, Brady? No, I took Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's a mistake. Well, I mean, talk to me <laughs> yeah. in, in week 14 when uh, it's the fantasy finals. Oh, I know, I know. So I took Aaron Rodgers. I think, I think he's going to ball this year. And... Um, yeah, I think at this point, rather than take like a bottom of the barrel running back, I'd rather take yeah. a top stud quarterback. It kills me, but I was listening to Matthew Barry's podcast, his ESPN podcast, and Matthew Barry, huge fan of his, phenomenal. And I think he even said the last couple of years, Brady's not even a QB top 10 come December. Right. And really, you need, come December, you need your quarterback. All that being said, who did I take next? Yeah, I took Tom take. Brady next. I'm wearing my proud Tom Brady vindicated shirt I wear this shirt all the time he does greatest Super Bowl win ever and uh, still my funnest moment of watching as a sports fan and seeing Goodell hand that Lombardi trophy over Goodell if you're listening for whatever reason uh, I'll stop there yeah, actually. Don't say, don't say anything. <laughs> maybe I'll stop there I don't know what I'm going to say but no so I took Tom Brady I think at this point I uh, just got to go with a quarterback and obviously he's the best quarterback for fantasy and he's the GOAT so Tom Brady Tom Terrific I'm upset. I've, I've said his name on the podcast. This is already done for me. Yeah, that's it. You <laughs> peaked. Um, so end of round six, team one, I went with, like I was saying earlier, you know, we're at the bottom of the barrel for running backs. We really are. And yeah. this guy is the definition of a bottom of the barrel running back. He's got that floor of like eight and a ceiling of like 10. <laughs> I, don't so, know, I don't know what this guy is. So, you know, is. just chalk him in for like seven to 10 points every week and just be happy. So I took Lamar Miller. You know, that Houston offense is high powered. And he's still their running back one. He is, he is. So, uh, you know, don't expect much from him, but just expect like seven points and you'll be happy. You won't be disappointed. So I took Lamar Miller. So we're coming up to our last two rounds. So I think we can just fly through these next two rounds yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so, uh, again, rounding out this team, I took Devin Funches. They need a wide receiver. They have a lot of good stud running backs. I think uh, just taking Devon Funches now. Yeah, so then, yes, uh, Kind of go with high upside guys here. I mean, guys that'll exceed their draft spot. 
Will yeah. Fuller is, is a guy like think that could do that. He was phenomenal with uh, Desha- Deshaun Watson. So I think, um, and he really fell off without him. So I think with Watson back, I think Fuller should hopefully be good. I love this guy's name too, Will F- Fuller the fifth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the V. I always love the V. <laughs> Uh, so again, going whipping through these last two rounds, I think Marcus says taking high upside guys. I think at this point all your studs are gone. So I think my best advice here for drafting is take guys that you know what, even if they don't pan out, you can pick up somebody better on the waiver wire, maybe right? Yeah, I mean a lot of leagues are one on the waiver wire. So I mean seventh round, who can take a yeah, take seventh, a risk? Exactly seventh round and beyond, just take risks at this point. And this guy is captain risk, Jimmy Graham. So. Yeah, so we'll take a risk on that guy. Who knows what he'll be? Who knows if he'll be even play in December? We went for, I mean, he's got Aaron Rodgers, so he can't be True, too bad. Yeah, and then uh, continuing with the tight ends, I took Kyle Rudolph. Um, I think with uh, Kirk Cousins there, should uh, should do better than he did last year, I think. You know, one last thing I'll say. So my next pick, again, the, the captain of the Philly special. I'm proud of my non-biased approach, and I'm taking another former Eagles that burned the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So Trey Burton... I'll take him because the team needs a tight end, so I think it's just a no-brainer at this point. I take Trey Burton; he's playing with Mitch Trubisky, so yeah, I think Trey Burton's gonna be really good. I think it'll be really good this year's so solid pick. So, uh, Chris Hogan. What can I say about Chris Hogan? He's a. He's I don't know a, what I would say about Chris Hogan. He, he's a Patriots wide receiver, and uh, that's just all I'll say. Chris Hogan. That, that was my pick at uh, round seven for teams. He six. he checks the bell, checked uh, boxes too. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> he's athletic, and he's not too fast. Anyway, so I'm keeping the theme of tight ends. I think there's still some, you know, mid-pack tight ends left here. So I'll take Delaney Walker. I think he's got great rapport with Mariota, and uh, he's gonna, you know, boomer bust at this point. If he doesn't pan out, though, you'll find some tight ends in the waiver wire. Okay, and then you know, like Lamar Miller previously, bottom of the barrel running backs. We wanted to fill out the uh, flex position. And like I said earlier, I like to have running back depth. So I took Marshawn Lynch. He's really bottom of the barrel. He's pretty bottom of the barrel, but I think um, like he's not that old, and he had a couple years off. So I don't think they're, you know, he should still perform at a decent level. And he's the running back one in in Oakland. So just, just feed him those skittles. Yeah, just feed him those skittles. <laughs> Uh, so again, keeping with this, my theme, what I've been talking about tight ends, I think Jack Doyle here. I have a lot of hope in him, especially with Andrew Luck back. And even with Jacoby Brissett, Jack Doyle played phenomenally last year. I mean, as a rookie. So basically our next, the next round almost is all quarterbacks. We're going to be filling our roster out, filling it up. Um, this year is really, really, really deep at quarterback, as you'll see by like the guys that we take near the end of this round. Yeah. Um, so I took, who was probably the quarterback three this year is Carson Wentz. Um, I don't know, his week one status is still up in the air, but... I could I could grab a guy on the waiver wire for week one, and uh, hopefully Wentz is back in week two and he can uh, carry me to a championship. Yeah, quarterback is really deep, like Marcus said. I think it's that's the one thing I've noticed listening to a lot of podcasts and even research is I think with the new NFL rules this year about you know the helmet hits, head hits. I think quarterbacks are going to have a lot more freedom this year, even. And I think it's super deep. But that being said. Uh, I couldn't pass up. I'm surprised this guy's still on the board. This is the eighth round. Yeah, so we're into the final round. Uh, Julian Edelman. I mean, he's wide receiver one in New England. He won't play for the first four weeks, but he's going to come back fresh in October. And you get October, November, December out of him. Uh, I'll take it. Julian Edelman. 
I think he would probably have gone in the first four or five rounds if he wasn't suspended. I kind of forgot about him, if I'm being honest, when I took Chris Hogan. Um, <laughs> but it is what it is. Uh, so quarterbacks, we need to fill out our roster. I think the quarterback four, I mean, you could argue some of these other guys, but I went with Cam Newton here. You know, he's just a couple of years off of his MVP season. Um, last year made up an anomaly. I think he should be do better than last year and uh, yeah, hopefully pay off. So I took uh, Cam Newton here to finish team nine, which is the team that we really like. Oh, that's Barkley. a really good team. Barkley, Cook, Evans, Allen Robinson, Juju, J.H.I.E., Jack Doyle, and Cam Newton. That's a pretty stacked team. That's yeah, a good team. So the last pick for team, uh, team eight is I took Deshaun Watson, and I just love, love pairing quarterback wide receiver. So if you remember, I took DeAndre Hopkins with uh, this team, so I think it just makes sense to take Deshaun Watson. If one does well, both are going to do well, so I think you got to go that way. Yeah, I love the stack too, so continuing on. I took Jimmy Garoppolo with this pick. Um, this team has not a stud as DeAndre Hopkins, but it's got Marquise Goodwin. So I think Jimmy and Marquise together, uh, that yeah. should be a good combination as well. So I'm pretty happy. And he was their wide receiver one, right? Last yeah, he's their wide receiver so. one. So I'm happy teaming those guys up together. I think a little bit like Marcus said about Cam Newton, like the, the mobility and the guy that's really good on offense, I think Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson could be even a top one or two QB in the league. So and for fantasy, so I love him here. Got to take Russell Wilson to round out team number six. Okay, so this quarterback, I'm, you know, Drew Brees. Like, I don't know how he fell so much. Yeah, um, how is he still on the board? He had a really, really off year last year, but yeah, um, every year before that, for like the last five, six years, he's been like top three quarterback, I think, right? Mm-hmm. So I think Drew Brees falling is a bit of a surprise, but he's a good risk to worth taking. He's captain reliable. Um, even at his floor, he's pretty good. Yeah. And if he hits his ceiling, then you're really, really happy with the I mean, pick. he's getting up there in age, but I think, yeah, with Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara yeah. and Sean he's, Payton. I he's got that. a great young team around him. And he was my quarterback last year, actually, when I won. So I, I'm a little bit biased towards Drew Brees. Yeah. My bias, too, snuck up on me on this one. So this is... <laughs> yeah. uh, I love Phil Rivers. If not Brady, I'm a big Rivers guy. Uh, him and his nine kids. Shout out to him and his nine kids. How many kids he has. I think he's a great guy. Anyway, so I took Rivers. Same reasons before... Pair him up with Keenan Allen, can't go wrong there. So Allen, Rivers, they could be, you know, QB1, wide receiver 1, you never know. So Team 3, this is the team that started the quarterback run, taking Aaron Rodgers. So they don't need a quarterback this time. Um, so I took, you know, Josh Gordon. You know, he's a, another guy based on talent alone. He should be a top third-round pick at the worst. So it's a little risky, but at this point, it's eight round. It's eighth round, you know. If he doesn't play, he doesn't play. I can drop him and sign someone when, like, one of those running backs get injured. I'll grab another running back. Yeah, for sure. So I think Josh Gordon, if he's right, he's um, he's a monster. He led the league in receiving a few years ago with, uh, I don't even remember who was his quarterback, Derek Anderson. <laughs> Someone, they had like 30 quarterbacks in Cleveland. Yeah, some, no name, and he led the Did league Sean in receiving. Kaiser or somebody? No, that was, oh, Kaiser was, was last that year. That was last year, so like... Who knows? Yeah, Josh Gordon, if he's healthy, and even like Tyrod Taylor is just being a middle-of-the-road middle quarterback, I think yeah. he'll do great with uh, Josh Gordon. I can't even think where the Browns quarterback was. There's so many. We should do like a just like... Contest one week. Name all the 20 Browns quarterbacks since 99. Uh, so with this pick, I I, I don't love this because, I again, I, I kind of made this team a Patriots team. There's Gronk. There's Brady. So I'm going to take Rex Burkhead. Burkhead is, uh, is I think, is going to be their RB1, especially Sonny Michelle, a rookie. He's got to bang up a little bit now. But I think Burkhead also catches the pass out of the backfield. So I don't love the combination, but at eighth round, I don't mind the risk of taking Burkhead. Because really, this team now has Brady, Burkhead, and Gronk, so pretty much everybody's gonna touch the ball there. 
Okay. And the last pick of our eight-round mock draft, this team needs a quarterback. And again, like Drew Brees, um, Andrew Luck, I mean, he had a, he didn't have a year last year. But uh, he's apparently back. He's apparently healthy. And um, I think he's a good risk to take at this. Because, I mean, I was telling Patrick, like, the quarterbacks that weren't even drafted. We have, like, Matt Ryan and we had another yeah, guy. Yeah, there's still a lot of quarterbacks. Not Matt, who else? Matt Ryan wasn't drafted. Uh, Matt Stafford. Stafford's still up there. He's, he's due for 45. Cousins is up there. Yeah, exactly. 4,500 yards. So, like, you know, you take Andrew Luck and hopefully he yeah. performs like a top three quarterback. If he doesn't, you drop him and, you know, you sign one of these other guys. So, Andrew Luck is... I don't think it's a big risk because yeah. there's a lot of lot of quarterbacks out there this year. It's a really, really deep quarterback. Um, yeah, cool. that, that's the one thing that I think, well, Marcus has been saying, preaching to me for years, but I think I've kind of picked up on it now, whether it's DraftKings or your fantasy leagues, is uh, don't even worry about quarterback as much, honestly. Because yeah. like Marcus just said, like, there's so many guys still left on the board. And like the difference between Brady and Matt Ryan in a fantasy long league May not be that big. It's not much. It may be big in a Super Bowl when you're down 25, but it won't be big. <laughs> it won't be big in a fantasy. League. Yeah, it doesn't matter in week 14. Yeah, week 14, it won't matter in a fantasy. So that's our that's our mock draft. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, yeah. Think? I think hopefully you took some tidbits out of here, and you know we're preparing for our August 27 big league draft with our friends, and uh, you know I hope I can avenge my second place last year and take down Marcus in the finals that'd be a nice finals again yeah we should make it to the finals again and we'll see best team will win yeah and uh, and then we'll go from there but yeah our, our, our plan is to come back maybe in a week again and just as we get closer to the end of the preseason and we'll talk more about NFL we want to make this obviously a weekly focus you know NBA revs up pretty soon so we'll do the same thing for NBA as well yeah NBA we do you know we work on DraftKings we can do some draft prep Patrick is really good at um, NFL picks so, yeah. you know, there's lots of stuff we can talk about. We're thinking of joining a survivor pool, too, so we can uh, talk about the lock of the week. Yeah. So we, we, will, we have a lot of great content coming your way and a lot of great stuff, so we're going to try to rev this up. It's a perfect time to start listening because we're starting off a very long, long uh, next few months. It's the best time of the year when you've got basketball going, you got football going, baseball yeah. playoffs are going. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a fun time to be a sports fan. Yeah. So, uh hockey if you want to dig down deep if in my you're, hockey I mean, that's that's patrick's old life my old life i used to love following hockey yeah that's how you started in fantasy sports it is yeah hockey is hockey news like a little stamp mail and like i said earlier yeah, so uh, long long time we've been doing this so hopefully you guys took something out of it and uh we'll catch you in the next episode yeah take care everyone